Are you familiar with the miracle question? Absolutely not. Okay, it goes like this. Suppose that while you're sleeping, a miracle occurs. When you wake up, what is something that you would like to see that would make your life better? In my miracle, um, he would he would talk less. Exactly what I was going to say. Isn't that ironic? Hello and on your left, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Falcon and the Weekly Soldier, your Falcon and the Winter Soldier recap show on Best Film Ever and Talking to Mickey. I'm Ethan. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Hey, Ethan, that was so much better this week, buddy. That was so I know. much better. That sounded legit. Whoever, I was going to say. Whoever the regular host is <laughs> needs to watch his seat because someone's oh, coming he for does. it. I was going to say, much like I feel with the second episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think this episode is also going to boost in quality for us as well. Because wow, it was a it was a pretty good episode. Pretty- it was the whole the whole gang, and I say gang of the duo of Bucky and Sam. Yeah, it was nice. And it was we, good, and we've celebrated by losing Liam. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he was the Captain America that brought us uh, all together. So I guess I'll I'll continue to be Sam. You can be. Uh, Bucky. And yeah. I, I don't know if that makes Georgia. Uh, Am I the ginger? Fake oh, you could be. Ginger. You could be ginger. Uh, ginger freckle face. Yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> me at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. You. You. You can. You can be her. Yeah. Uh, I guess that makes Liam Rody. Because we didn't see him <laughs> in this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. I didn't even think about that. Nah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Unless Georgia wants to be the therapist. Tell Actually, you, yeah, she's quite cool. Tell I'll you what, <laughs> I liked the therapist a bit after the first episode. Man, was I a fan after this episode. Yeah, I'm, she's just I'm, great and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm officially a fan. <laughs> a fan. Of We're the gonna man. come out of this, a and you're gonna be man. like, I want the, I want the the therapist spinoff show off. I want her like Frasier spinoff like thing. <laughs> like like if we can have Agent Wu and Darcy do like the X Files, we can have the therapist do like Frasier. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Our salad and scrambled. You guys are too young for this, but still. What? No, I loved Frasier. Oh, do you really? Okay, excellent. Yeah, Frasier was like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, that's in that wheelhouse. Yep. Yeah, love me some Frasier Crane. Good spinoff. I always forget it's a spinoff of Cheers. Much anyway, like this is a spinoff yeah. of the MCU. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll sort of jump into this. One thing I'm going to say beforehand, um, we kind of naffed on the first episode, which turns out is now the highest viewed uh, piece of television on uh, Disney Plus of the first Shut episode. up. Really? Yeah, it's beat, it's beat The Mandalorian, it's Why? beat WandaVision, it's beat High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. I, I don't know if it's hype for, for the MCU in general huh. or just... Are they riding the wave of... So, so, so is this a result of WandaVision's success? Possibly. I think it's two things. Just WandaVision as a whole and then I think also the representation of... Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the first sort of like black MCU character to get a show. So I think that might also be it as well. Dude, it's the second show. I know, it's but not like, like it's, it's been decades. <laughs> oh no, no! But so I think that's also part of the reason too. And um, my other okay, reason okay. is there are a lot of people that really want Sam and Bucky to be boyfriends. So I think that's also oh, it as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet's a weird place, man. Oh no, Twitter twi- is uh, now realizing this. that. Uh, I don't really have. See, I'm not really fan. I'm not really. I'm past the age of traditional sort of not traditional of like new 21st century like Uber toxic fandom i'm kind of outside of that bubble thank god 
Does the word fan cam mean anything to you? No, it doesn't. And oh, so, I wish I could live that life. And so, and so I create, you know, what, what, what have I done rather than be part of one of these? I've got a fledgling fandom that we have helped create. Yeah. And that is what I like to be a part of. It's, it's, it's a more wholesome place. I know that because I moderate it. So, if I get people once, make fan cams of me, I know I've made it. Once you know that rule 34 exists, like there's no going back. Okay. Yeah. No, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm okay not knowing. Please let me live in my We will live with you blissfully not knowing. But may I go ahead and just promo a couple things, Ethan, before we jump of in? Of course. Go ahead. All right. So, talking to Mickey, we have just released uh, The Emperor's New Groove, which was a lot of fun to Ooh. do and talk about. And we've got coming up later this week, we have the remake of Aladdin, a whole new world that's not a new world. It's just the same old yeah. world done again. <laughs> so we have that coming up, and I'm, I've never seen it, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, meanwhile, on the best film, if you're here on the best film ever feed, uh, you will have Paddington being released tomorrow, and hopefully sometime this week, we, we are going to drop our watch-along, which by this point will have been announced on the best film ever. No, you'll find out tomorrow on Paddington. We'll know what it is because we'll have recorded it. But it'll drop tomorrow on Paddington. You'll find out what the BFE watch along will be. So I can say that I'm, that this title that we've decided upon, I'm very excited about. Oh, no. I am neither excited nor not excited. I will I not commit concern. to an official. I, Ethan, I don't know what it is, buddy. We're going to use like a wheel or something. <laughs> I'm just. I have concerns. You know, concerns. I, well, I've, if you look at the quality of some of these suggestions, I have concerns. Full. St- I just want to avoid the. You three, see why I have concerns. I just want to avoid the three-hour movie. If we can, if it's a piece of crap and it's an hour and a half, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'd much yeah. rather do that than. I'd watch. much rather do the hour and a half yeah. than, than the three-hour version. So Definitely. We shall see. All fun. And that is really about, except for Friday of next week, where we've got. I have no idea what we're dropping Friday of this week. I think you see it or skip it on coming to America. No, we haven't announced anything yet. I haven't. We, we haven't recorded anything. Coming Uh-oh, to America, the, the full episodes drop, but we haven't re- we haven't watched, let alone recorded on coming to America. So this Friday will be a mystery as far as this goes. I need to sit down and figure <laughs> out the schedule. I knew I knew I had to come up with something, but yeah, it probably should be coming to America or or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So that's the promo time. Ethan, back to you. Cool. Uh, We'll just jump straight into the episode because there's a lot of content in this that's sort of just dialogue and information. It's a very heavy exposition episode as well. So uh, we open with uh, John Walker, our new Captain America, unzipping the bag with the suit, and he's in his old high school uh, locker room. And he, he really looks like his dad in some of these shots. He really looks like a young Kurt Russell at points. Yep. And I don't know who that is. That's that's. See, I'm learning to step back this yep. week. So that's even for me. Yep. That's uh, that's Ego, the Living Planet, uh, Star Lord's dad in oh, in Guardians yeah, yeah, Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's it's really weird seeing that same kind of face. Um, but his wife. I'm assuming either his wife or girlfriend or someone walks in and's asking him if he's nervous, and he's like, oh. Kind of. I've never been a captain before, and this is very. Di- I've sorry, I've been a captain. Yeah, I was before, say. <laughs> different. Um, and he's saying that everyone in the world is expecting him to be something, and he doesn't want to fail them. And then she uh, says she loves him to him, and he says it back, and she leaves. And his best friend walks in and asks if he's puked. And this is uh, Hoskins, 
who we'll see a bit later on, and they're saying that two weeks ago they were in Chile just doing normal army military things. Oh, I thought yeah. he said they were in Chili's, like eating some baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. <laughs> I want those baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Baby that's back, the, baby back, baby uh, back ribs. That's the spinoff show I'd like to see, them going across America <laughs> doing like a diners, diet, dine-ins and drives, drive-ins and dives, that's it. That's what I want Jordan to see. Hoskins' excellent adventure to White Castle. That's I that's feel God in this Chili's tonight. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, so, so, as you were, they were in Chile. Um, and John's saying it's not really what he was expecting. He's saying there's a lot of speeches and lots of senator meetings. And Hoskins just says that's the job that you chose to do. And that's what it is. It come, The suit comes with an expectation. And you can't punch your way out of these problems this time. And then we get the Marvel logo that- with... Isn't that almost like a word for word like thing from like Captain America one? I think you can't punch I your way out of this. I'm sure it's something like that. I think, I think Bucky says uh, says that to Steve or something because he's always he's always trying like, to punch his way out of problems even when he was little. Yeah, I, it, it's something like that. And I remember Cap, the original Cap, had an issue with the same thing. So actually, I think this is all done really well to try and endear new Cap to us. And this, I'll tell you what, this clip made me go, "Oh, he's not so bad." Man, it was well done. It, it, yeah, the it, next, it wouldn't the last next five long. minutes. Yeah, the next five minutes definitely like made me kind of like him until. Uh, but we get our Marvel logo with a nice band rendition of um, "Man with a Plan," which is like Captain America's old '40s theme tune in Captain America One. Uh, okay. it's, all, it's all done by like the high school band and Cap. Which in my notes I've written as Fap because it's fake Captain America. But now reading that back, that's a really bad idea. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with John. So John runs down the football field to his interview on Good Morning America. And he, yep. Just a question. It is clearly nighttime, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that question. I was like, I, I don't so know if it's supposed confused. to be really early in the morning or not. I. Everybody seemed way too bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for it to be like five a.m. I mean, if if you were seeing they do Captain America, you'd wake up at like one in the morning. Like, like maybe if they were filming it like the, the that night for like to play on Good Morning America the next day, I could get that. But this seemed. This it looked like weird. it was supposed to be live, didn't this, it? This was Disney yeah. trying to go, don't forget we own ABC. What's the key? For, okay, we can do Good Morning America. Don't really want to say it, though. That's okay. No one will ask questions. We're Disney. We'll, well, say, it's, also we'll say it's an effect of a snap. It's the way that it's structured as well as, like, we have uh, the interview where uh, John's saying, oh, you know, it was uh, it's the greatest honor, and I, I've got eagles flying overhead, but I wouldn't expect it from a guy like me. And we get all that heavy exposition from our news anchor who's like, oh, you're the first person in U.S. history to receive three medals of honor. You ran RS-1 missions in counterterrorism and hostage rescue, and the government even did a study on your body because you scored off the charts in every uh, category of physicality. Yeah, and, and I, I like this. You know, I, I, I like news reports as a way of doing exposition. So, you know, yes, it's, it's heavy exposition, but that's what news reports are. It's here's well, it information the audience yeah. needs to know. Uh, I like the idea that he's a natural super soldier almost. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not getting his. He even says, "I'm not like Stark or Doctor Banner, but I've got the guts of Captain America." And I, I think I consider him a brother. At this point, I'm going, yeah. "Okay, it's a uh, little much." And then after he says that, he's like, "I didn't know him, but he was like a brother." I feel. And then we hard cut to Bucky, who's watching this news report, which is where I'm then like, "It has to be pre-recorded then, because it's bright and early in the morning for him as he's watching." Oh, that's a good point. And- yeah, and he has, like, abject horror on his face the entire time. Like, just so much anger and just pain seeing it. Especially when he says, 
feels like a brother. Yeah, because that's of course is 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 their relationship, isn't it? Yeah. So then we see uh, we go to Sam, who's at the Air Force facility, and there are so many posters of John just everywhere, being like, uh, "Cap is back." Cap is it, back. It looks like those really awful fitness we posters. We love a half rhyme. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and then right as he's getting ready to to go on another mission, set, uh, Bucky shows up. He's like. You shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have given up the shield. And we're going to have some couple bickering for a little bit. Well, hang on. First off, though, I need to fully own this and go, I missed it by about, how old is the longest episode? About 46 minutes? Yeah, 46, 47, think, something like that. I think I predicted this happening about 38 minutes later. If it <laughs> no, I was, was going to say, I think you said at the end of the episode they were going to team up. I, I thought that was going to be the closing image. They had a different idea for the closing image, but yeah, uh, which is fair. I, mean, I, I think we at the end we kind of got the idea of we needed some major plot to happen, and I think some did, so it was the right call. It just felt very anticlimactic. All of a sudden he's there, and it's like, hey, it's like, yeah. I thought I oh, like, accidentally skipped 10 minutes yeah. or something because <laughs> I, I was like, what? Oh, he's here. He, okay. he does just show up, and I, I, I want to excuse off as, like, Sam has obviously been trying to get in contact with him because the therapist said last episode, you're ignoring Sam's messages. Yeah. But, like... You could mm. you could have had Sam, like, try and phone him, go swear, because it's what Sam does. Have his sister, who was nowhere in this episode, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she could have gone... He could have sworn she could have gone, what's wrong? Or what's up? He goes... I guess I gotta go to Washington, and then you can have that scene where he walks in. Like it would have taken like like literally a thirty second scene makes that actually feel more important than it did. Yeah. I think even that scene where he's seeing the news and then he goes to his phone and like you just see him about to call Sam would make more sense of like a scene transition as like, well. Like even the guy in cinema wins isn't seeing them together and saying roll credits. He's like, this doesn't feel like it's earned. No, <laughs> <laughs> no don't do it yet. Not but speaking yet. of things that people don't feel like they've earned, Sam then says... <laughs> he, very nice. I don't know. He says, uh, what do you want me to do? Want me to call America and tell them I've changed my mind because this isn't about your rights. It's about my rights. And then uh, he explains there's something much more important than the shield currently, which is the flag smashes are in Munich. And Red Wing yet again has been able to give some heavy help and has ran a scanner and it's either one of the big three, which is androids, aliens, or wizards. And I'm, then we I'm, get a I love, of... I love that. See, I knew you would. I don't think I like that. I think I like Bucky. I don't really think I like this. I saw this. It's I so saw... stupid because then because they're not wizards. They like Bucky is like there's sorcerers. It's a different thing. Like you don't have any wizards in like the mcu because it's not because wizards have wands. Like that is that's kind of how it well, works. I don't know. Don't, like... don't witches have wands? Not no, not always. Oh, apparently not. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> they have rabbits. Um, I saw this clip like on when they released it, like a week or two before the the show came out, and I was like, oh, that's a funny, that's a funny scene. I hope I get to see that in like good context. It's funny, but it's so tonally jarring from everything that just happened. Oh, it's out of nowhere. Like I, I was expecting it to be somewhere else because it made more sense. This but it, is it's, something it's, that was it's a bit of buddy buddy riffing for this them. This is probably something that was on the cutting room floor that Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to say in like <laughs> Endgame or something like that, and or Infinity War, and they just went, ah, save it for later. What to do? Yeah, ah, let's have that right. Let's have fair. let's have let's have Falcon. You said, don't you mean the Falcon? I don't care. I, I can see. I, at uh, least no one bickered about his actual naming in this episode. That's the thing I liked. Yes, they did. <laughs> I know. That's my point. 
Um, <laughs> it th- this would have made more sense if he had like Iron Man and Captain America, like Steve Rogers having this at some point, because it would be easy for Steve to just be like, oh yeah, I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it came out. I uh, know who Gandalf is. I liked that line. I'm not sure it feels yeah. bucky, but I did like that line. I think yeah. this probably is just script that was from Iron Man and, and Cap at some point, and they just reused it here. Yeah. I wonder how much of this show is just like improv and riffing from the two of them. Because it feels like it at points. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Anthony Mackie and, and Sebastian Standard to go, you know, are these guys, do they have any background in improv or are they just pretty people who save a line's given to them? They have a lot of like humor when they're on stage interviews together like it's like a comedy riff between them which is interesting to see i mean there there is okay it could be i mean there is a difference between just being on stage and just riffing off each other in an interview as opposed to here's a storyline still get there but i mean i think they had lots of time in central europe to do whatever they wanted to so yeah shoot it a thousand times (laughs) so yeah speaking of central europe we're then traveling to munich i'm using all these segues as much as i can today you're doing well and yeah, thank you. And uh, they're on their, I don't know what, like, just drop plane, big, big plane. We'll call it a big plane. Big plane. Yeah, they're on their big plane, and they're having a staring competition at each other, and they're all annoyed. because I did know, like the cinematography in the staring competition. It looked really good. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 there are a lot of points, especially in this, where I was like, the camera work is actually pretty good for this episode. And uh, they're almost over their drop zone, and Taurus is like, we got, like, 50 seconds and Sam gets ready and Bucky's like screaming what's the plan what's the plan and he's not telling him and he says I've got a plan Buck and this is where you can't call me Buck comes in because that's Steve's name for him and he knew Steve the longest and you know what I liked the fact that no one else called him Bucky in this episode and when they did call him Bucky he challenged them just as much as he challenged Falcon right now oh no it was Oh, it was wait, no, everybody called him Bucky this episode, and he okay. never brought this argument up again. He's it's okay. the removal of the why. Bucky, yeah. Bucky is Bucky. okay, just not Buck. Yeah. Really? That, yeah. That's, that's the logic we oh, got from him. Oh, this is stupid. Yeah, it's it's Steve's pet name for, for Bucky, I guess. Bucky's Bucky's pet name. I mean, his name's James. I know, I know. Bucky's I'm a, a pet name in and of itself. It's just so we can have some discourse oh. and remind and remind everyone, Bucky was Steve's best friend. Yeah, I don't he know was. Really like this. Um, he won't tell us this like three times this episode. Uh, so Sam jumps out the pl- uh, out the plane. Bucky wants to shoot, but it's too low for a shoot, so he just jumps out and hits a load of trees on the way down. <laughs> and Sam is uh, recording for America's Funniest Home Videos, it seems, because he's just saying he got all of that on tape. Sam doesn't want him to come until he jumps out of the plane. And he's like, yeah, all right, you passed the <laughs> test. This is like a Kingsman thing. You've yeah. passed the test. Now you're one of us. The fake out is over. By the way, the dog was never in danger. <laughs> so with the dog not being in danger now... <laughs> Red Wings uh, making Bucky go to this location where the flag smashes uh, supposedly transferring crates of weapons that Sam thinks. And they're saying, oh, no, we'll just go in. Bucky wants to go in and just basically be an assassin, which Sam's saying you can't be. So Bucky goes off and does some stealth thing. And this is where uh, Sam's making fun of him saying, oh, yeah, all that time in Wakanda, you you know, some kind of white panther where Bucky then says his actual name being the white wolf, which it's nice that they brought that back again, because the last time I think that's mentioned is a post-credit scene in Black Panther. 
or yep. maybe an Infinity War? I don't think so. I think it's just in Black Panther. I think. Maybe when he gets his arm, but no, maybe when he gets his arm back, because he doesn't. Yeah, he, he's like, chopping wood one arm, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be in in uh, in Infinity War. So they both get to the location where the uh, flag smasher grunts are, and Bucky wants to head straight in and says, "Oh yeah, we got two guards. This is completely fine." And then the power of Red Wing shows us there are six more, and there are actually eight people. And that's why you can't get Bucky to do the job. The bickering causes noises, so the Flag Smashers go, okay, we need to leave instead of investigating what that noise could have been. And then Red Wing sees yet again, there's another person in the truck who they think is a hostage. So it's time to blow their cover and book it to the rescue and just jump straight onto those, uh, those trucks. And Bucky discovers that the crates are full of medicines and vaccines, and uh, there's a young girl who looks really scared. And that turns out to be uh, Ginger Freckleface, who I only know as Infus Ness from uh, Han Solo, A Star Wars Story. But she kicks Bucky out the truck, and she's she's a flag smasher because you wouldn't have guessed that because she's she looked like a vulnerable young girl, and she's got super soldier serum powers and does a massive jump and. We get just a long fight scene. It's a really nice set piece. Yeah. I found out all of the choreography is done by the same people who did the fight choreography for uh, John Wick. Cool. I haven't seen John Wick, but I understand it's supposed to be of a very high standard. Yeah, the, the combat in that is very, very well done. Very close quarters, which a lot of this ended up being. All the John Wick films are eligible, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was sitting there going, you, you should, be kidding me. You should definitely do number one. Well, we'll uh, have an opportunity, I'm sure, at some point to go down well, that road. Don't start road. number three, because that doesn't make sense. I don't know why I just said start with number well, one. Well, I don't know. We did Die Hard 3, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such that as, is true. We those films are standalone. They're fine. You don't need... There's no party needs to see number one and two to do number three. However, oh, yeah. however, unlike the buses or the lorries, we have gone off the road a little bit. So let's return it back to where we were. Yeah. So, almost getting off the road, uh, Bucky gets kicked off to the bottom of the truck where he's holding on for dear life, while Red Wing comes in and tries to uh, stop. Now, hang on. Is Red Wing sentient? I have no idea. Because you said I tries think to. So. I think, uh, yeah, it's really, I don't know. I hope it's, not. <laughs> I think, oh yeah, well, we hope. I kind of do, because right as Red Wing goes to try and stop, um, I believe her name later on is Carly. Uh, she just jumps up and rips him in half. There's so much about this episode I really liked, and this is among them. It was was nice, because I think our two biggest issues with last episode was Red Wing has too much power. Red Wing is just, yeah, it's like like, like a cheat code. What does does Falcon need it to be, which is what Spider-Man's suit is, which is what Iron Man's tech ended up being. So I like this. It sort of puts, it also puts Falcon more on Bucky's level. And for them to be a a, a two-person team, you have to have them have like complementary skill sets. Yeah, especially because now when it's like they're outside the law and you kind of just have like all of the tech and wacky gizmos that you need. Uh, And speaking of Falcon, he then comes to the rescue and she immediately throws him to another truck where he's having to fight three grunts at once. And right as you think everything's lost, the shield comes and hits a guy and Captain America shows up with uh, Hoskins and it's a four on four match. And Lamar Hoskins comes in and Captain America just straight up shoots a guy. Yep. 
just point blank rage shoots him bucky gets back on and he ends up holding the shield for like a second and he has like longing in his eyes like right as it gets taken mm. back from uh, captain america i'll tell you what i did uh, cap cap looked fake cap cap new cap you know uh you know he's the new coke version of captain america um he uh he looked he looked good for the first 60 seconds of this yeah uh <laughs> funny um and then a flag smasher breaks through a metal sign on the road like no issue and then that's when john realizes they're completely out of their league and he starts panicking uh sam rescues bucky and they fly into a field Hoskins starts to fall off, and now everything's just going wrong. Uh, as he falls, John realizes he needs to use the shield to stop Hoskins getting hurt, and because of that, John no longer has a way to save himself from being attacked, and then he gets thrown off the truck as well, and the flag smashers get away. Like, well, I don't know why John doesn't get hurt more than he does. Uh, he's not a super soldier, as he determined. You can have all the charts that say he's this, this, and that in the world. He's he's not a super soldier, therefore that should hurt, unless there's some weird genetic thing that we're not being told about. Uh, and we've kind of gone over the little romantic comedy-esque rolling through the grass between <laughs> um, Falcon and Bucky, which kind of... And I think yeah. that's what the line was, but it was something that was very... Um, it had the feeling of this is supposed to be like a meet cute kind of moment. Like this is basically Ethan. You did the speed episode with us. This is like Jack yeah. and Annie at the end when they get off the bus and they're all like huddling each other. <laughs> you say that because I, I said a bit earlier that there are people who really, really want Bucky and Sam to get together, and I have seen is this the them, same. Is this them trolling those people? I it has to be because yeah. it's literally like we're rolling in a field, and I have seen the same gift set the last five hours today on Twitter of people being like, "Oh, look, Stucky's finally happening. Sucky oh, is gonna geez. be a thing. Look at my babies. Look at my beans." Um, this is in no way making fun of them. I just think it's funny. I I, um, I think it's weird. <laughs> the, the the stand twitters will uh, will attack you. It'll, it, I I'd take in the same way that I don't sit there and go. Oh boy, I hope that um I don't know, insert superhero male and superhero female and go, Oh, I hope they get together and do blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't do that with the two of them. So it's it's kind of the same logic here. It, it, except for except for statistically much more unlikely. Yeah, MCU stand Twitter is a wild time and I can get into that at any point, but not today. Right. Um so now Bucky and Sam are walking down the country road and we get a bit more riffing from Sam saying, oh, what's going on in your cyborg brain? I can see the gears turning, they're malfunctioning. And then the Jeep full of dicks arrives. And that is Captain America, <laughs> uh, Hoskins and whoever's driving. And they're like, oh yeah, that, 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 that quantifies to you as a Jeep full. I just want to make sure about that. Two guys. Yeah, a Jeep. <laughs> It's three guys. Well, no, okay, okay, three literal penises then show up. But I don't think that's what you meant. I think you're referring to the, the, the two guys as being dicks as in being like like jerks is what I think you're saying. Yeah. 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 So two guys is enough to be a Jeep full. It's a small Jeep. Yeah, and Captain America's a pretty big dick. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for covering me for that one. No and they're like, oh yeah, I guess that didn't uh, go as planned. And they just ignore the two and walk, keep walking. And then uh, they're saying, like, oh, no, you need to go on, because they're super soldiers for sure. And they begrudgingly, they and Sam and Bucky begrudgingly get onto the Jeep, and they're talking for a while. And uh, Bucky is just, he is so pissed. Uh, just because you carry the shield doesn't mean you're Captain America. If you ever j jumped in front of a grenade like Captain America did in the first one? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did three times because my uh, helmet is... Uh, 
full of like metal or whatever it is. Like it's it's really strong. And they're saying we just need yeah the help because uh, I think Sam then says after they're explaining what the uh, flag smashers are doing with all the medicine and vaccines is they're just trying to help people. And they didn't track the flag smashers. They ended up tracking Red Wing because uh, Red Wing is technically government property. And John, Captain America says, I'm part of the government, which is a really concerning like way of phrasing like the way he's doing. Because Captain America, at least from Steve's perspective, was he was a, a free agent. Well, that's the thing with the, in Captain America 1. That was part of yeah. the issue that Cap has, is that, at the, in, in number one, he very much is an extension of the government. And in Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier, uh, he sort of starts to see the er- the issues and errors with that. So this is like what happened if you gave the guy all the power, but he didn't have that realization. Also, the idea yeah. that both um, New Cap and Hoskins seem way like in a much better mood than than falcon and the winter soldier do as they're well what yeah. can they do they outnumbered us and it's like whoa like why are you not more like like bucky's like we need to go back we need to go back now yeah like they're all they're like joke like oh that kind of sucked huh? i guess we'll get them next time huh it's always like oh yeah better luck next time that kind of thing and then they talk about this new thing which we haven't really seen yet which is the global repatriation act um contract and it's basically anyone who returned after the blip were like financially uh distraught and couldn't find any help or solace so the government are trying to help them get back on their feet but in doing so it's meant that the original people who were there uh who survived the blip are now a lot more disenfranchised than we would have thought before and this is the flag smashers mo as we find out yeah is it, is it coming up yeah it's just coming up now isn't it uh it's 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 about to yeah yeah it's the whole one world one people right yeah. All right. I'll let um, so bef- yeah. So before we get to that, uh, Hoskins is saying that his his uh, his sidekick name is Battlestar, and that freaks Bucky out, and he immediately immediately gets out of the jeep and starts walking on his own. And uh, then uh, we'll, we'll find out later when we get to Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then after he goes off, uh, Captain America says. Uh, that he needs to sound that he needs Cap's wingmen at his side uh, to help booster his to help booster his image, and he's like Falcon. Then says, "It's always what people want." And then we go to the flag smashes, and we like, get it's, more. It's, all, it's always that last sentence or something he says, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like it's you're always like Cap's uh, right hand man. Not I'm your own sorry. Person. Falcon needs to get over himself because Falcon very much was a literal wingman for Captain America. I, he, <laughs> I mean, he was, but he was also like an Avenger too. So it, he was, I think but it's, it's like more. saying like Rhodey wasn't, you know, like Rhodey wasn't Iron Man's right hand man. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, the name on the poster was Iron Man. The name of the poster was Captain America. He was a sidekick. Now, did he just have to be the new guy sidekick? Heck no. But he absolutely, he was. You know what he was? He was on your left. He's literally beside you, not th- not you. See, I took it to mean that because he got, I took it that he got upset about the fact that he wanted him on his side just to make things easier for him, because that's yeah. kind of what he said. That's how why I thought he got upset about it. it I not- thought it was that second, that sort of secondary status. Ah, okay, no, I, yeah, I thought it was that it was because he only wanted him on board because it makes his job easier. I think it's a bit of it's a, a bit of both. Yeah. Like he wants the easiness, and he also just needs the the help it itself um so speaking of getting some help the flag smashers then go to a, a refuge in i don't think it ever says where it is but it's somewhere i'm assuming in munich 
And um, no, no, it, it was. Uh, oh, it did. I swore it had a car on. Because I'm like, how'd they get back there so fast? I've. No. I want to think it was Switzerland again, but I could be wrong. They're somewhere, and um, there is a man who opens his doors for the flag smashes, and he says, "Anything we can do, we'll do for the cause." And they refer to uh, the girl, Carly, as Robin Hood, saying that every day more people are, are loving her because they're helping more people across the, the globe. And uh, the man and his wife, who have let all of these people enter their home, has made a bedding area for them. And right as they enter, there's computers where they can help scrub their identities. And at the same time, Carly gets a text message that says, you took what was mine, I'm going to find and kill you. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what you said probably last week is probably true. These aren't our big bads. Um, I, I the, think they're pawns. I thought the Robin Hood thing was a little lazy. Um, yeah, I thought that was a bit weird because, yeah. like, are they stealing for the rich and giving to the poor or are they just What's being the, dicks because they didn't get killed for five years? No, I think they're trying, uh, with what Ethan said earlier, the idea being that now if you weren't snapped out of existence, it feels like you are being punished for that fact financially uh, because everybody comes back and then all of a sudden they take a bunch of your stuff and give it to those who've been snapped out. And it's going, you know, life was not easy the five years that you were gone. And yeah. I scraped an existence. So I think it's them trying to sort of level the playing field. It did seem they were all very commissioned, this whole one world, one people. That didn't seem like that was just a catchphrase to, 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 to masquerade their own personal gain. Mm. Mm. Uh, and you know what? Like they were offered chicken livers and that's, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. They were all American, which I was not expecting with the exception of freckles. What well, was it? Ginger McFreckleface, whatever her name was. Yeah. Uh, Carly. Who was clearly Northern English. It seemed. Yeah. Very, a very London accent. Oh, was it London? My bad. That's not yeah. Northern England at all. Yeah. It's very that's sort of like. quite South. That's yeah, what almost a decade later. It's very it's very like yeah. East London sort of accent, which I ah. think that's around where her actress is from. Um, so they're, they're saying, oh, no, we, we, uh, there's no going back after what happens tomorrow. And we don't actually know what tomorrow is at all. But then they start their chant of one world, one people. And um, we then hard cut straight to uh, Sam and Bucky, where Sam's saying, we'll just take the shield. We'll do it ourselves. We'll steal the shield from Captain America. And Bucky, uh, Sam reminds him, that remember what happened the last time they stole the shield civil war happened they were on the run for two years uh sharon carter went to like prison or something so um sam's then saying that there's absolutely nothing they can run off they've got no evidence at all and then bucky says oh no there is someone you should meet and we go straight to baltimore where we have the line you were talking about a bit before over no one's gonna uh talk about falcon's <laughs> real name where a kid says hey look it's black falcon and uh, Sam says, is it just because I'm black that you're calling me that? Are you black kid? Um, which I thought was nice because he even like smiles afterwards and he's like, I got him. Tell me I got him. And then we meet Isaiah. who Isaiah. Isaiah even. The, the grandson is saying, oh no, uh, no one comes in. What do you want? And Bucky just says, tell him the guy from the bar in uh, Guyang is here. And he lets him in. And we see a very angry old black man who is saying uh, that I was one of the heroes that Hydra feared the most. And he had the super soldier serum and he fought Bucky back in 1951 uh, in this bar. And everyone was sent to try and stop the Winter Soldier and they never came back. So the U.S. military sent him over uh, 
to try and fight him and he ripped his arm off and he just wanted to see if he got the arm back or if Bucky just came to kill him. And Bucky tells it was oh it's I love this whole scene. It's very, very well done. I just like the three words super soldier serum put together because it makes me really happy to say. It's what the sibilant. The sibilant, <laughs> but also serum is a good word. Sure. Super soldier serum syringe. Uh, try saying that a couple of times. So um, Isaiah gets angry. Yeah, Isaiah starts to get angry because he said uh, when Bucky says, "Oh no, I, I I don't kill anymore. I'm not that kind of person." And Isaiah is then saying, "Oh, you think you can just wake up one day and decide who you want to be? It doesn't work like that. But maybe it does for folks like you." And then Bucky's like, "There are more of you and me out there." So Isaiah is then saying, "There, we're not the same because you know, unlike you, they put me in jail for thirty years and they ran tests taking his blood." And even his people weren't done with him. And he kicks them out. And Sam is just angry that how come no one knew about this person? Uh, Steve didn't even know about it. And he didn't know the fact that nobody knew that there was a black super soldier decades ago that no one was told about. And then Sam gets profiled by the police because he's having an argument with Bucky. Yep. And and the police saying, can I see your ID? Is this guy bothering you to Bucky? And he's like, you do know who I am. And then the other officer is like... It's not him that says I think it. Bucky, Bucky says, do you know who Bucky he is? Says it. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, Bucky yeah. says, do you know who this is? And then the other police officer is like trying to reassure him. And immediately the is cop's like... Is this man bothering you? No, he's yeah. not bothering me. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Wilson. I didn't notice you without your goggles. We're all good. We're good, right? And the entire town is watching this as it happens. And well, then there's the a few more... people on the street. Yeah. The neighborhood. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, it and does then, look like, like quite yeah. a few people came out. It's not out like it's watch. like a Westview where there's like 20 people but living in the town. But it's not Westview. No. Yeah. It's Baltimore. The whole town can't be out there. I wasn't expecting them to go down this road so quickly. I'm, I'm, but they, they then gloss over it. But I guess it was that thing. Oh, it happens all the time kind of thing, which I wasn't expecting from a hero like, like uh, Falcon to sort of to dismiss. Mm-hmm. It'll probably pay off a bit later on, or we'll have more of a dialogue. Um, and then more police arrive, and they're saying, okay, we're not going to arrest Sam, but we're here to arrest Bucky, because there's a warrant out for him, because he's missed his court-mandated therapy. And we go straight to jail, and Dr. Rayner shows... do not pass go. Yeah, don't we pass go. We do not collect $200. <laughs> <laughs> don't get any of your hotel money at all. Bucky might have to mortgage his uh, his board. And boat. Dr. Rayner shows up. Oh, it's, sorry, wrong guy, Falcon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Rayner shows up and is like, oh, uh, Sam's like, oh, I'm glad you, you got him released. And he's like, oh, no, it wasn't me. It was my old war buddy, Captain America, who gets Bucky released because he has unfinished business with uh, Bucky and Sam. And he's decided that Bucky doesn't need therapy anymore. And before they go and talk to, uh, I was going to say Steve, never saying that one. Before they go and talk to John, uh, Rainer wants couple counseling, which I think is like one of my favorite scenes in this episode. Because it's just, it's a lot of, oh yeah, it's just a lot of riffing. Um, So they talk about the miracle question, which is, if you woke up in the morning breaking for one miracle, what would you want it to be? And they both say they want the other guy to talk less. Well, yeah, and they start yeah. talking about real problems, though. And amongst them is what would you want? What is this really about? And um, Bucky says to um, Falcon, why did you give up the shield? 
and mm. and the response comes and this is a question i think everybody has i think bucky's speaking on behalf of the viewer at this point why would you and he goes mm. maybe this will be hard for you and maybe it'll be hard for steve to understand but maybe the right thing for you guys wasn't the right thing for me to which point i go okay it's a nice little sound bite but do you th- you still not answered the question you still haven't answered the question <laughs> why was it not the right thing for you and still why do you think like steve rogers seemed to have a pretty high batting average which is what bucky i mean bucky basically says what's what's the deal because it's all somehow falcon giving the shield up turns out to be all about bucky yeah because he's like well if he was if you gave up the shield then you threw it away like it was nothing and that means he was wrong about you so that means he was probably wrong about me know what a better um, line would have been yeah. A better line would have been, why do you care so much? Because I wouldn't have given it back, but he chose you. And I can't figure out, and I've been figuring out, trying to rack my brain for six months, why did he choose you? I didn't say anything because Steve gets things right. Because Steve saw something in me, da-da-da-da-da, but he chose you, and you chose to give it back. Much better scene. I think there could, like, the... The scene that we have you with your proud little smile on I your face well, after that. <laughs> there are moments where I know I've written a better product than the people on the screen, and this is one of them. Because <laughs> tell me you can't relate to that. Tell me you haven't been passed up for a job or passed up for something, and it went to the other guy, and the other yeah. person might give it up or whatever, and you're sitting there going, "How." I would never have done that where someone, the girl who you like, dates someone else, or any situation where you came in second. And you go, I wouldn't have messed that up. I would have been the right person for the job. And I need to believe that you, for some reason, were the right person. And you're effing this up. And I want to know why. Makes, to be fair, though, that's that's a that's a different feeling to what to what they're portraying Bucky to have currently. That makes I know. him angry. But I, I quite yeah, like the fact that It makes him someone who wanted... It's not about ego. See, you have to do this carefully. Don't make it about ego. Make it about the idea that these guys were brothers. Right? Mm. Steve and Bucky were brothers and you know he came and he rescued me and he believed in me and I thought if he was going to give it up that I would I'm okay with it but I could make no mistake I wanted that shield as much as 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 much as you did I wanted that shield back if he couldn't do it I want to continue the work Steve did I owe Steve that much that shield I don't think he wanted that shield because he says in the previous episode he had peace in Wakanda he just wants peace so I don't think he would have wanted that shield at all. I think he's uh, more I mean, just annoyed I, I, that I the that legacy re- of Steve was. Like, I get that I'm rewriting it, but I, I think yeah. I think it's. If, if I guess it's for the people who are like Team Bucky, rather than having mm. to go, oh gee shucks, I'm just happy to be here. Except for I'm not because I scowl all the time. But but r- rather than be that guy, you know, have him be a guy who wants to be equal parts. I like the idea of both of them being competitive and wanting to be that guy, and then him going, you know, but they're both going. Well, I don't want the shield. Well, I don't want the shield either. But we both don't want him to have the shield. I'm like, ah. I think it's okay for them to have that kind of thing. I think deep down Sam wants the shield, but there's the. I think the reason why is because of what happened to scene prior with him getting profiled. I think part of him knows that. I think he knows that there'd be outrage, though. Up until now, Hang racism on, hasn't really? really existed in the MCU until now. No, no, if I, you think believe I think he's... that's underlying because the, the line it's something you or Steve will never understand. Right, but if you actually believe it, you've got a social agenda. What greater movement to bring that forward is there having a black Captain America? You could I think literally it's a bit be. More difficult, you could but... literally be the instrument of change. You could. It's it's such it's a I I'm. Again, I'm giving them a lot more credit than I might need to, but I think they'll probably develop it more because they they did say they're going to go down that route of like yep. the whole sort of Black Lives Matter movement and just the idea of racial 
prejudice and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure we're seeing the 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 seeds of what will probably happen later on, which I hope I hope I'm right, and I haven't just dug myself a grave for no, like three episodes there, later. There, isn't there a, a dangerous on the right word? But this is a topic we've never seen brought into the MCU to this point. Yeah, the only one that did was. Um, very very briefly was luke cage and that's just because that's it was Netflix set in home. yeah exa- exactly this is a, this is no, like as, an official as far as the official mcu goes we haven't seen this as an issue now granted that's partially because there's been one f- uh, film fronted by a black protagonist yeah and that was set where everybody else in the film was was, was pretty much black so their yeah. blackness didn't uh, didn't cause them to be on the wrong end in San Francisco, yes, but not when dealing with the heroes themselves. So it's 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 a, this is the hard part about making them real people, which is what they're trying to do in this series. Mm. I I want to I'm 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 gonna sort of see. I I hope it develops because I'm sure it will, especially if it's like an ongoing theme. But I also know that um, Disney Marvel are very scared to show either side in a in a good light or just like actually have a narrative so yeah uh fingers crossed i guess so uh, after that whole debacle um they go outside and captain america still wants to talk and they're uh just telling them sort of who carly more uh who we find out carly morgenthal is and uh, they're saying that there were satellites that found the symbol around the world which were in displaced communities and uh, Carly and the Flag Smashers were taking the medicine that they stole to all of those communities, and there are hundreds around the world. So then we get more information over the Flag Smashers aren't really bad. They're just trying to help people, but in like a freedom fighter, eco-fascist kind of way. Um, and this is where Bucky sort of uh, hits by saying, oh, I guess things are getting uh, intense for you now, Walker. And they say that we're not going to work with... Um, hoskins and captain america because they're they're outside of that kind of work and they don't work for the government so it just uh it wouldn't make sense to work with them so then john walker decides he's gonna start and try and play the bad guy and just says word of advice stay the hell out of my way yeah he's a little little comfortable in his shoes pretty quick yeah he's he's definitely not like when anyone stands up to him he think i think he thinks that now he has this power that uh everyone will do as he says and we go straight from that to uh, Bratzakia, where the Flag Smashers uh, are loading all of their medicine onto a plane, and they've been found. And one of the Flag Smashers that we saw before is saying that uh, he'll give them time to hold them off, and he uses his super, ser- uh, su- super soldier serum power to bring down a power light. It's a hard word to say. Um, and... Uh, to try and stop them, he gets shot and dies, and that distraction is enough for them to get away. And then uh, Carly has a single tear flowing down her cheek, so we know that it wasn't just a, a faceless grunt. And they're actually part of the com- a su- super soldier tearum. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. She was tearing um, up. Yeah. And we then go back to Bucky and Sam, and they're saying, oh, yeah, I know what we've got to do. This is clearly a lazy cutscene in the middle of one long scene, because we pick it up. It's like the same shot. It's like they just dropped the scene in the middle by going, better for the pacing if we put them escaping here. 
Yeah, it would have made sense if they were in a different location, just like... It, they're like You, you know. can literally still see Cap pretty much, in the new Cap in the background. I think the sirens are still going yeah. off. And he, they're saying, like, oh, I know what we need to do. And uh, Bucky's saying, oh, well, uh, Isaiah was saying about my people. Say, oh, don't take that too seriously. He, he means Hydra. And they know one guy who knows all of Hydra's secrets. So they're going to go and see... Zemo from Captain America Civil War and after they say that we just go through a prison and we see that Zemo's playing chess and then we cut straight to the credits and there were no post credits and I sadly checked. No me too um yeah I, I guess that was the the big reveal they wanted was Zemo and to be fair when it went to credits I was very surprised to see it had been 40 something minutes I was like oh th mm. this got me a lot more invested than the first one did where I was almost checking my my watch and going what's what's going on here um so i was a uh, george did you remember this was zemo from captain america civil war come on no of course not even though said, <laughs> i had no idea who this was even though they said said the name I did not even register do you remember who it is now no okay do you remember it's the guy who sort of helps condition bucky and turns him back into a monster and uh, um black panther has to like stop him from killing himself on top of the He's got the gun to his head. He's going to shoot himself, and Black Panther uh, grabs okay, the gun. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, basically yeah. Does the he basically brings down the Avengers. Yeah. He starts the Civil War by himself. Why? Because the Avengers accidentally, uh, inadvertently killed his family in, in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. So he wants, he wants revenge. So uh, we're going to get a bit more of him, I guess. Uh, Good. I'm going I'm to throw this out. What, what did everyone think? Because I've been pretty on the nose about that I, I pretty much enjoyed all of this episode. No, it's, it's a much better episode. Much better, mm. yeah. I think it was better for a couple of reasons. Number one, you got the two of them together, and it's better when you have the two of them playing off each other. Oh, you know, the best yeah. scenes in this were when they were kind of in conflict. Secondly, we didn't have any banking meetings. Yep. <laughs> uh, thirdly, we didn't have anything about Bucky's list. And you know what? I'm sure it's a nice little side quest for him, but it's no, this is better. Have the two of them go off. The... the there's not, there's not time for this, so... They they kind of mention it. There is a point, like, right as they're leaving, uh, after Sam and Bucky are both really upset, he says to the... Uh, he says to Raina, oh, what was rule number two? Don't, uh, don't, don't hurt, hurt anybody. anybody. Yeah, and that's like... Oh, that's a pretty passing reference. I think to it's more fair, like, we're both upset. I feel like this episode also could have been episode one. Yeah. Like, I don't think you needed much of... If Last you had opened, understood what was going on. If you had opened with the reveal with him giving this, so he looks at the shield, he gives it, then we cut right to him giving the shield back. Yeah. The and then we have the the announcement of a new Captain America, and then we get our first introductory credits. At that yeah. point, I think you probably are right, Georgia. This could have been episode one. Yeah, it feels like a completely. It feels like last week's episode is a, is a pilot to a completely different series. Yeah, like they kind of went. Oh, oh, maybe this isn't working. We'll just keep that as a first episode anyway. Like, I, I think it was. I think it was needed to explain sort of the world that's going on. It basically just was like, here's what's happening. Here's how everyone's living. And I, you put it a thumbs down. Need, I don't. I'm, I'm not episode. saying it was it done well. I'm just saying, like, episode. I'm. I'm. I think you could have smushed these two episodes together and just had like an, so. an, an hour and twenty long minute opening, and then. Go from there. I think you could have done it. I think you had a flashback at the bank if you really needed it. I, but it didn't need to be an hour or forty-five minutes, whatever it was. That was that was ridiculous. Yeah, this could have been episode one. I'd have been fine with that. I think Georgia, you've got this one to bang on. 
That's just my opinion. But yeah, I think I think you got a you got a good shot there. Um, there's a lot more I'm looking forward to. I was sort of thinking as I packed up. I think my excitement levels more at an eight, whereas before I was at a six. So that's a positive. That's how math works. Eight is higher yeah, than six. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Georgia? What, what number are you skewing probably, to probably now? Seven. Yeah, a bit higher than I was. Not massively invested in this one, but enjoying having something to watch on a Friday. I'm looking what forward to the- last week. Did you say two last week or three? I can't. You, I know we said no, like a, it was like a four. I think four. Yeah. I think four was where you said your excitement level was at, but you enjoyed it yeah. at like a six. The overall episode, if memory serves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah right. There we go. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to Zemo and Bucky and that return. I think that's got, yeah. that's a scene that's got a lot of promise for it, um, especially because. I, I would have been more concerned, but there was the whole thing that now he's in Wakanda, all of his brainwashy things are gone, so we won't have that unless they wreck on that. But I, they I, said the, the the shrink yeah. says he got his mind back, yeah, in the first episode. So I think that's their way of explaining away that's over. Yeah, I'm. I mainly just want to see the continue of. I think we're going to see a major decline th- by episode four of. Uh, Captain America, I think by episode four, because there were, what, six episodes? Yeah. Yeah. By episode, the end of episode four, I think he's going to, like, go down a path where that's when he turns into some kind of antagonist. Either that or, like, there's someone else pulling strings. But I think there's... I I just just want them to have some kind of thing with a flag smash where they don't just paint them as bad guys. I mean, I think what we saw, we were given some some insight into um, Walker's background and to his actual feelings. And so it seems Walker wants to do a good job. He's just the young buck who's high on himself. Uh, I think we could see him eventually having to be rescued. And at the end of the day, they have to choose between exposing him or not exposing him. And they might choose not to expose him because as, as Falcon said at the start, um, we need symbols, but we need the people behind those symbols. And if you tarnish James Walker, you tarnish the shield and you tarnish the legacy of Captain America. And that would be a really interesting road for that to go down, almost like a Dark Knight-esque thing they did with Two-Face, where you go, you know, I believe in Harvey Dent. And so what happens if Harvey Dent falls? And so what happens if, if, if the mystique of what Captain America was falls? Um, so I think there's there's a lot of opportunities for some really interesting stories to be told. It's not about fan theories. It's not about reveals. It's about the quality of, of storytelling that could be, that, that is available to them. And you hope they capitalize on those opportunities. That's all. I know that has to be what I, what I think going back to what we said about Wanda. It's not about me getting it right far from it, but it is about telling a story that when you go back, feels that like the dots were, were connected and hopefully yeah. they've got some sort of plan. I, I think I said last week, I'm not going to theorize as much just over, I think there'll be this thing or that thing. Not in the same plot-driven way. I, Because we learn from WandaVision, sometimes we don't know what we want, and I'd rather not know what I want yet. Yeah, I mean, I think WandaVision was so uh, out there. It was one of the big three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as a result, all the rules were out the window and you could almost do anything you wanted to. This one's a lot more grounded and based in uh, logic uh, and maybe a linear sort of storytelling fashion that um, really things have to like line up a lot more sensibly. And so, uh, yeah. yeah. It's funny that you say that. 
I think the first two episodes of WandaVision had more in connection than the first two episodes no, because, of this did. No, because they were clearly, George, with respect, George, they, they, were, they were clearly pastiching sitcoms of the past, and we knew they weren't in the past. And, and why is Vision alive? I mean, like, they, they were so far removed from reality. It was masquerading as reality, but we all knew it wasn't yeah, real. I know, but, like, as the story plot goes... There's more in common with those two than has been in common with the first two episodes of this. Like, we didn't have any bank. There's no mention of money. There's no mention of, like, of the sister. There's no mention of any of the yeah, other bits okay. and pieces. It kind of. It's just that. I think Ethan's right. They were. I think. I mean. I think I said they were world building at the time. Yeah. Uh, I thought they'd take an episode, half an episode, to get away from those worlds. Apparently, they just went screw it. Just Maybe that's together. why it, it's just jarred me. I think a little bit how quickly that I think I've been jarred in other. a positive way, like a jar of peanut butter. I've been peanut butter jarred. See, I've also been peanut butter jarred, but I don't like peanut. Oh, butter. Oh, there we go. So. See, pe- <laughs> peanut butter. It's 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 applicable for everyone. I P B and J I, peanut butter and jars. <laughs> peanut butter. Oh God. <laughs> I think we're gonna see a lot next week. I don't know what, but I feel we're going to have a big <laughs> check. Yeah, that's probably going to be about 46 minutes of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah 46 yeah. minutes of content with Most like seven of minutes of uh, foreign credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, we'll probably get both Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, though. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's episode. I mean, every time I say something like this, I'm wrong. But it's the halfway well, well, point. Surely yeah. something. I mean, at this point, we haven't even got to Zemo yet. We don't even really know what the story is really yet. It's got to happen next week, surely. I'm hoping. I think because we have now like a load of plot points which that we need to threads we need to get through, which is the bank and the boat, the uh, Bucky and yeah, Bucky and and um, the man. The list. Have, like, I care about that. Yeah, we have fake Captain America and whatever's going on there. We yep. have the flag smashes and whoever is sending those texts. And we also have whatever's yeah. going on with Zima. We have a lot in the air that we need to juggle through, and we need to also get through to to some kind of conclusion. Yeah, and so, I don't want to hear about how COVID got in the way. They set their release schedule. What you got for me, Disney? I'm I'm caught. I was going to say like a, a broken record. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I think I think we'll get to some endpoint where everything connects. I'm praying. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we can say now if anyone's got any closing thoughts i really liked the joke about how bucky just keeps staring off into the distance (laughs) that really made me laugh every time because that is one of the like biggest issues i think people have with bucky as a character is that there isn't much character there he wasn't to begin with he just stares off into the distance like that is that is kind of just who he was in the first There is a lot of character instance. to Bucky. He's a PTSD trauma survivor. Oh, I know, who, I know slowly, he is, there yeah. is now, but like to begin with, to an uninformed well, brain, I, I, there's a lot Bucky of, is just there's someone of, who looks off in the distance. There's a lot of story to Bucky. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. the argument, there's not a lot of character could just be in the way that he's he's performed. And you can say he's a PTSD. You can say that, and it's a really good performance mm. of it. Or you can argue Sebastian Stam really can't act that well. And it's about your your, your perspective. Uh, I tend to believe that Sebastian Stan's a, a good actor. Um, but I think that... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, I, I think, you know, 
Um, my favorite joke is 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 the Hobbit. I don't think it was really applicable. Uh, to, I don't think it was. I think it was a, something that was on the cutting room floor from a previous movie. But I liked it. My favorite scene was probably the the. the I hope the shrink. I hope the shrink sticks around in some capacity going forward. Mm. I'm I'm hoping. I think she'll be integral to sort of Bucky's story i like her as like some sort of like a reverse charlie's angels where like she calls the two <laughs> of them in and she's got to like get them back on the same page before sending them yeah. back out again all the time <laughs> i like the idea that she just pops up in random locations and has like emergency therapy sessions i want I'd be her okay as, with like, that. i'd be okay i'd like be totally okay with a that cross between m and q yeah yeah she's kind of like, like i want like q. somewhere in there that yeah, in she doesn't need to give him any like guy. any like doodads. Well, no, but no, but it isn't not the doodad part. Hey Sam, the, I like, know you're the, sad. Here's another Red Wing. <laughs> the like just the the like morale type booster friend on the on the other end of the ear type person. Yeah, yeah, I guess. M though, I like the idea of she's kind of like the M of this little Marvel universe thing. Yeah, I yeah. I can see that. I would love if this ends and it's just like they have their own little sort of operation unit and it's just like her sort of at the lead helping because she used to be a military person so it makes sense yep. that she could be in control for that and then you have like maybe Bucky, Sam, uh, maybe Sharon because I think she shows up just have like a little li- little, little Avengers kind of thing Is there any chance she's the big bad? Oh god I hope not. What if that she's would, that would destroy what, if she's, me. what if she's Agatha all along? What, 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 if, what if it's her? I'll hold you to this. I will it hold you to Agatha this. Agatha all along. Just the idea that she's got access to the two of these guys. We think she's different. What if she's the one who's actually, because she's got connections to Walker from back in the day. Oh. What if she's I mean, the puppeteer? I would love that. I would love it. Would it be, this, but... would it be, would it be too much to do the same twist almost twice in a row? If you I have the that's... same funny female like side character to be, be the twist, don't villain. make her funny. Don't make her Agatha. But make oh, I think her... she she's she's like straight funny. Yeah, but make I her think. make her the big yeah. reveal that she's the villain. But don't have her go funny with it. Have her go the opposite way and have her go really really dark and shit. Not shouty, but really yeah. menacing with it. I think. Yeah. I I don't think she'll like sing a song and be like, "And I killed Red Wing too." <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be like that. No. But I I think. Oh, I think I, I like I, but, this theory. Okay, I'm going to go with this for a bit. <laughs> if that ends up turning out to be true, I will gladly, like, give all crown power to you. I but, don't want it. It's like the shield. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I guess we'll, we'll end on, on that theory because nothing can top that. Uh, thank you for listening to this second episode. Please stick tuned for next week where we probably see that Rainer was, uh, it was Rainer all along. <laughs> I've been Ethan. I've been Ian. And I've been Georgia. And much like the therapy session, thanks for making it weird. I, I feel much better. We'll see you next week. And here we are here. The students are calling our salad and scrambled <laughs> eggs. <laughs>